You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking Washington Nationals with MLB.com's Nationals beat reporter, Bill Ladson. Bill, things are going very well overall in Nationals land here, and uh, one guy who definitely it's going well for that I wanted to ask you about in advance of his next start is Gio Gonzalez. Uh, this is a guy who the last couple of years has been pretty good. I think maybe fair to say not exactly the guy that they thought they were getting uh, when they got him uh, several years back. Uh, not the guy he was the previous two years, but this year he has been superb. And the thing that jumps out to me most about Gonzalez is he's throwing strikes. Um, is that a repeating the delivery thing? Is that an approach thing? What What is going on? Uh, with Gonzalez that has allowed him uh, to locate as well as the, the stuff he's always had? Well, I have to credit Mike Maddox. Um, he, he watched Gio uh, throughout spring training and told him to slow his game down. He was rushing his pitches. And I think that's the reason he was made the fifth starter, because his first, like, four spring training starts, he walked, like, 11 batters in eight innings. So that wasn't good at all. And also, he's been seeing the team psychiatrist. And, he, and Gio Gonzalez says that talking to the psychiatrist and talking to Mike Maddox has been the biggest difference. And it seemed like he's working, and, um, you know, he's not walking anybody. He only has four walks in 19 innings, which is good for him. And uh, he's striking out batters, too, finally, uh, 20 batters. So it's, it's great to see. When you look at what he's doing, does this look more like – a hot streak, or does this look more like, like I know he's not going to have a 1-4 ERA all year, but, or, but does this look more like just a hot streak, or does this look more like maybe a harbinger of him looking more like the guy from 2012-2013? I think we go look at the guy who pitched like he did in 2012 and 2013, and also this is a key year for GL. You know, he could be a free agent after this year if the Nationals don't pick up his option. So, um, yes, he's going to try his best to um, – had the best year of his career. He has a, he has a lot to gain here. One of the other things that is going quite well for this club, something we talked a lot about during the off season, uh, is the bullpen. Uh, they they made some big changes, and so far, it's looking very good. Um, I, I mean, some of that starts with Papelbon being very good. But if you got to point to one or two keys about what's made things click with this bullpen, what have you seen? Well, I think uh, people like Sean Kelly. Oliver Perez, even though he lost yesterday, uh, I, you know, um, Felipe Rivero, those guys have been really, really good for Dusty Baker. And Dusty Baker has made it clear he's going to rely on those guys no matter what. He's been using them, almost overworking them a little bit. And uh, also you can't forget Petit as well. I mean, he had a great game on Sunday against the Twins. He pitched almost five innings through 77 pitches. And uh, I think that was the key, too, because they needed a long man to replace uh, Craig Stammen. And uh, I tell you, Petit has done a great job. Um, I, I think that's been the key as well. Yeah, that really does seem like a, a big thing. If you've got a guy who can take some innings and you don't have to start using guys like Kelly, like Perez in the fifth or sixth, if you can sort of slot them out, you get the starters innings and you get one other guy as that bridge, it does kind of seem to set things up a little more so that you can use the other guys the way you prefer to use them. Right, correct. Um, I just think, uh, you know, compared to last year, I mean, it's just been uh, night and day. And hopefully, uh, this can, you know, these pitchers, the relievers can be consistent. I mean, as you know, last year, that was the reason 
they didn't win the division last year. And uh, it looks like Mike Rizzo did a great job overhauling uh, the bullpen, no question. One one guy that stands out that I think you know, we've talked about in the past as a guy with a really high upside, a guy they really hoped uh, would be a big part of a, a, a good Nationals bullpen is Trinan. And, and he's pitched pretty well. The overall numbers are good. Um, what do you see from him going forward? Because I feel like he's a guy who could be kind of a, a big, the next big key to sort of taking them in another step even farther. Matthew, I think he could be the closer. Uh, you know, once Pavel Bond is gone, I mean, Dusty Baker loves this guy, and uh, he's impressed with his sinker. You know, it can go as high as 98 miles an hour. I'm telling you, um, I'm expecting Blake Trinan to be really the number one reliever when it's all said and done. He's really that good. And uh, you know, he's finally figured out to get left-handed hitters out because that was his problem last year. I mean, they hit 336 against him last year, and now he's figured it out against them. And, oh, man, can you imagine this, this lasts all year long? I mean, it's going to be a great year for China. The interesting thing about him to me is that as hard as he throws the stuff he's got, he doesn't miss a ton of bats. Do you think that's something, a step that he can still take? Do you think there is more swing and miss stuff in there, or, or do you think that he's one of those guys who's going to be effective without ludicrous strikeout numbers? Again, not, not that he doesn't strike guys out, but as power-late inning relievers go, he's not one of those overpower, you get a ton of swing and miss kind of guys. You know, as long as you have a guy like Dusty Baker giving him the confidence to be one of the top relievers on this team, I think he can go a step further. I think he can get the, the swing and miss bats. I think uh, he can be the closer when it's all said and done. So I really believe this, Matthew. I believe Dusty Baker is really the key to this guy's success because ever since Dusty Baker came along, Trinan has been so confident it's not even fun. He's relied on him heavily, not only in the eighth inning, but sometimes when Pablo Bond needs a break in the ninth inning as well. So I think we're going to see a lot from Trinan. One other guy who has been a, a pretty significant part of this early success is Wilson Ramos. And this is a guy a few years back was considered a very good hitting catcher and they had a really rough year last year. Is it as simple as he can see now and so now he can hit again, or is there more to what's going on with him? You're talking about the LASIK surgery. Um, I have to say yes. I, I mean, that was a big deal. And, uh, you know, he talks about how he can – see pitches now, how he can uh, go the other way without any problems. Um, yes, I have to say the eye surgery during spring training was a big deal. And uh, so far, he's hitting over 300. As you know, he's on bereavement right now. But uh, when he comes back, I expect him to have arguably his best year with the Nationals because he's never had really a full season with them because of injuries, among other things. But uh, this is going to be a big year for him. One thing that stands out to me when you look at his numbers, um, he was never a huge strikeout guy in the past. He certainly struck out some, and, and for a guy with kind of 15 home run power, that's not a big surprise. Last year he struck out every five plate appearances, uh, and that was unlike him. And, again, it kind of leads you to wonder about the vision thing. Um, he struck out a good bit less seven times in 58 plate appearances this year. Uh, again, do, do you see a guy who just – who looks like, I mean, again, it seems so silly and so simple, but he looks like he's just seeing the ball better? Yes, I mean, there's no there's no doubt. I mean, the only thing uh, that, that's only hurting him is really his running speed. But other than that, I mean, I'm telling you, he really looks good at the plate. 
the way he's, he's more patient at the plate. Um, I'm expecting him to hit more home runs, driving more runs this year. I mean, that's what the Nationals expected from him when they traded for him from the Twins. So, I mean, I'm expecting um, when he comes back from bereavement to be one of the top hitters on this team. One last thing I wanted to talk about with you before we let you go. Um, it appears that things are coming along well with Ben Revere, so this may be a moot point very soon. Um, so I guess the question is, do they intend to stick with Michael Taylor in the leadoff spot until Revere gets back because it's close enough, or, or are they pondering other options there? No, they're going to stick with Michael Taylor. I mean, the way Dusty Baker's thinking, we're winning. Why make the change? <laughs> so, um, I mean, we've even seen that with Danny Espinosa. So, I mean, I'm just telling you, if as long as the chemistry is great, the team is winning, he's not going to make any changes until Ben Revere comes back. Now, if they go on a losing streak, I can see them. I can see Dusty Baker making a change. But right now, um, we're going to see Michael Taylor in the outfield, no matter what. Sometimes you will see a guy, when you put an unconventional guy at, at leadoff, and, and I think it's fair to describe Taylor that way, uh, he's a, a power guy and not really an on-base guy, sometimes, particularly a young player, you put a guy in that leadoff spot, and he kind of tries to be something he's not. He kind of gets out of his approach. He thinks, oh, I'm a leadoff guy. I've got to take pitches. As, as Taylor has sort of scuffled a little bit, have you seen any of that? Do you see him maybe getting away from his approach because he thinks he has to change in the leadoff spot? Or, again, is this just a slump and, and, you know, sometimes that happens? Matthew, first of all, he never should have been in a leadoff spot from day one. He should be, like, from the sixth spot down. Yep. And, and, it, and it seems to me that when he's in the sixth spot on down, he's more patient. He tries to drive in runs. When, he, when he's uh, leading off, he reminds me of Bobby Bond, where, you know, like he tries to hit everything out of the park. Um, he tries to go, you know, he tries to hit everything uh, pitched to him, and he shouldn't be doing that. Um, and why he does that, I mean, maybe he wants to prove that he can be more patient and get on base, but he hasn't done that. And we've seen the same things he did last year. So this is nothing new. So he needs to be down the order. And, Matthew, you know me by now. I mean, I've been saying all along, Jason Worth is the second-best option. So yep. um, I don't think that's going to happen, but that's what it should be. I am with you on that one. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. This is MLB.com Extras, and thanks, Bill Lads, for taking a few minutes to talk. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.